Hello, and welcome to Unemployed with Anna Roisman, your unemployed expert. Uh, it is 1.59 p.m. on a Wednesday, and guess what? I got nowhere else to be right now because that is the unemployed life. Um, no, this is a podcast where we talk to my friends, people I don't know, people who are very successful, and everyone seems to have one thing in common. They have periods of unemployment or the glamorous freelance life, which you know what? Feels a little more unemployed than employed sometimes. Um, I'm very excited. We have such a fun guest today. She is a very good friend of mine. She's going through, I would call this a, a life, a, a change of life crisis. I don't know what, it's not your quarter life crisis. Yeah. Like you no could way. say. I'm going to live to be 120. She's going to live to 128. Uh, she's a very funny comedian. You can see all of her videos online. You can hear her all over podcasts, the internet, TV. She's done it all. It's Akila Hughes. Hi. Thank Hi. you for having me. Wow. I hate when we bring on guests and I'm like, everyone clap. It's her. <laughs> like I'm bringing you on a stage. Yes. It's like, a little awkward the- in the podcast world. Yeah, it is. You just really have to imagine it, you know? Brian, we could throw in like a big laugh, a big clapping track, right? <laughs> and just put in the sounds. Akila Hughes. Because you deserve all of the clapping. You really do. Thank you. Um. So, hi. Welcome to Unemployed. And it's <laughs> so overdue. Can you imagine? We've been talking about this for like as long as this has existed the, and every week I'm like I'm sorry the brand has existed for three years now yeah, three years three years almost three years oh, man I was so much younger three years ago I know well that's when we were on a screen we were uh, yes. you could visually see how beautiful and young we were yes. now we're just podcasts because we're aging we're tired <laughs> we're fucking old Uh, So tell me, you are, to me, honestly, like, and for the past three years, I've wanted you on because you are my friend who has made freelance life a natural thing. Yeah, yeah. And I know it's hard sometimes. It's it's not always easy. (laughs) But I have not, I mean, I guess, no, I don't think I knew you even when we met with like a day job or a survival job. No, I don't think so. But you had those. Oh, for sure. You told me when you walked in, you're like, I've had a hundred jobs. I've had at least a (laughs) hundred jobs. Like when I look back at my life, people are like, you know, when they talk about like the unemployment crisis and all of these problems, I'm like, I think it was me. Like (laughs) I took the jobs. No. (laughs) Everyone who didn't have a job, I took too. Like it was insane. When when did you have all these jobs? When you first moved here? When I first moved here, before I moved here. When did you move here? So I moved here in 2012. Okay. Seven years ago. And, um... Yeah, my first job in the city was for this uh, older woman who did sort of like, I would call it repackaging, but it was essentially, (laughs) um, that S probably really hurt. Okay, (laughs) essentially, um, she would get products from like a big company sent to her and she would put them in really beautiful sort of like custom packages to send to magazine editors in hopes that they would write about them. So it was like cool because I got a bunch of free beauty stuff, but it was like the worst job of all time. She's like the middleman between like makeup and Vogue. Yeah. And I think now all of those companies, it's sort of like how every media company has pivoted to video. Like all of those companies just have somebody to do that. Right. Like they're not going to hire some woman with a warehouse in New York City. It just doesn't exist, but... So you were her assistant? Yeah. How did that... Did it last a long time? It lasted um, five months. Five months? (laughs) And I was like, I have to leave. Like, I will literally die. And I gave my two weeks notice 
right before Hurricane Sandy. And then it hit and she's like, can you still come in? And I'm like, no, <laughs> it's not my fault that there was a natural you were disaster. Like, oh, wow. This natural disaster came at a perfect yeah, time. I was like, me. wow, a vacation. Like I'm just sitting at home eating pizza on the couch. Like, oh, I'm sorry. No. But you're emailing this woman like, I'm sorry. I'm drifting away right now exactly. on the water. I'm like, is there anything I can package from here? Wow. Probably not. Wow. Oh. So where did you go after this job? Oh, man. So after that, I worked at a natural hair company called Miss Jessie's, okay. uh, which it has like billboards and stuff, but it's just like a bunch of hair products. I did not love this job. Because they weren't giving you the product? <laughs> well, they made me cut my hair the first week. Like, they made me go to their salon with their products, and they cut off, like, half of my hair. What? You didn't know this in the interview process? No. They weren't like, we're going to change your look. No. And I was like, okay, so now I look like an acorn, and this is my job. <laughs> and, and within, like, first of all, there were no products in the office, so most of the time I thought it was, like, a drug front. Like, I was like, where are the products? <laughs> like, we can't even take a picture for social media because there's nothing oh my god and then they fired me i was in the middle of an improv class <laughs> and i looked at my phone and I, I got fired and they were just like we don't have money to pay you for like the holiday season and my severance pay was for hair products <laughs> oh my god they even offered that that's <laughs> they, offensive they mailed it to me and i took it to target and i got a refund oh <laughs> like i was my like god. i don't have a receipt so i got like 80 bucks <laughs> Wait, that's hilarious. It was And I love so that you're in an improv class yeah. of all places. Worst things have happened. We literally were just improv. doing a, like, our scene was about someone getting fired, and then we took a break, and I looked at my photo, like, oh, man. Wow, the universe really gave it to you that day. Were yeah. you sad? Or oh, were my you like, God, I was devastated. Because even though it wasn't a great job, to correct me, when you move to New York and you have a job, you're like, wow, I'm a working woman in yes. New York City. It's also just, like, it was already such a risk, and I didn't have, like, any savings. I'm a millennial. Like I graduated into the recession. Hello. Yeah. So it was like, uh-oh, I'm really screwed. So I, yeah, I kind of did like instant survival mode. Like the next day I went and got food stamps. I like called my friend and I'm like, if I don't get a job in two weeks, like when the rent is due, I'm jumping off the Brooklyn Bridge. And he was like, don't do that. Wow. And I found a job from Craigslist literally like one day before the Brooklyn Bridge. Oh my God. That was, that was real or that was dramatic, Akilah? It was dramatic. I wasn't <laughs> literally, I mean, I'm afraid of heights and I also just like have no gumption. Like who's walking? I'm not walking. But we say that a lot. I started writing a song earlier. I don't know why I'm I'm saying this about and and there was a line about killing yourself and I was like is this too much are people gonna think I'm not okay yeah I mean you know we're in a time now where we actually listen to these cries for help it's a it's a hard time because it's, it's yeah. easier when people don't oh man wait dark. so you got to drop out Craigslist the magic place yes. what did they give you what did Craigslist provide so this was a job that paid me more money than I'd ever made to that point and it was for this uh French guy who had a company doing something, I think it was called re, um, remarketing, which again, she, she had repackaging on her yeah. resume <laughs> and he was like, this sounds like you could do it. And I'm like, I certainly can try. I could definitely collect a paycheck for a few weeks. And so, uh, yeah, the job was basically like, we would try to sell, like, you know how, if you go on, I don't know, some brand website you like, and then you go to a Facebook, which I don't know why you'd go there, but say you go there and then you see an ad for it. Sure. That's the job. Is basically like you sell those ads. You are the alien doing yeah. this. Oh my God. I was like the your FBI agent in your phone. <laughs> like, 
like whatever. Literally. You like say like, wow, I really like that Nike sneaker. And boom, you open your phone, Nike. That was you. That was my job. And it paid me a lot of money until they ran out of money three months later. And I was like, here we go again. Oh, no. Oh, no. And then I worked at a social media agency. That was the longest job I've had in New York. Which is how long? Uh, nine months. Nine months. <laughs> nine months. Nine months. And then yeah. you had the baby. Yeah, then I had my baby. I don't know. I, uh, I don't know why anytime someone says nine months, that's just what I'm like, oh, that is how long well, it takes to have a child. what else is that term? <laughs> Nothing takes that long. But I always joke about it. And I'm like, why didn't you have to make that joke? No one cares. No yeah, one likes you know, it. I am down for it. Nine months. Nine months. That's it. That was it. And then you were like, oh, I, I don't need yeah. to work for the man. I'm freelance. Well, kind of. So the way that worked out, I, um, you had been doing YouTube. I've been doing YouTube videos this whole time. So I had a video go viral in like, or two in like, um, December, 2013. And then I quit this job in February because like, I was like, oh, everyone here is miserable. Like it was this woman's birthday and we surprised her with pie in the conference room and she cussed us out. What? It was like, don't waste our time with this. Like we have things to do. And then like made us all put the pie down and go back to work. And I was like, oh my God. I just started packing stuff up. Like I didn't even <laughs> stop. <laughs> I like took the pie to my desk. Yeah. Was just like eating it with one hand and putting things in a box. Birthdays at work are all people have sometimes. I mean, that was the one thing that kept me going. And I was like, well, this is a good time to get right. out of here. You're like, oh, well, it's Judy's birthday on Thursday. That's going to be a good day. We're probably going to have a treat. Yeah. We're going to sing happy birthday. Yeah. I like had it on my calendar. I'm like, oh, and I got to choose one of the pie flavors. It was something I had never had, but I was excited. Excited about it was like a cheddar apple pie from some fancy wow. uptown bakery. And also, like, how cool to do pie instead of cake! You guys are so <laughs> we unique. Were, <laughs> we were pretty unique. We were pretty um, ahead of the curve. Yeah, and I hated it. And then I was freelance for like, I mean, I guess pretty much forever. Yeah, forever, forever. Because <laughs> I was like, honestly, I have said to Jared before, I've been like. People do it. People can, like, at least in the last few years, I'm like, Akila does it. She yeah. somehow does it. <laughs> she complains on Twitter about it every day, but she's still alive. Don't we all? <laughs> I complained on Twitter today about how I hated how I order at coffee shops. Oh, wow. Because what, what I, do you do? Because I don't drink coffee. Oh. So I ordered a matcha, but I don't want it so strong. So I asked for it a little lighter. Can I get and a half matcha? Can I get a matcha, but like a little lighter and like almond milk? And like, I've been on the other side of that counter and I would be like, wow, I fucking hate her. Yeah, like just go home. <laughs> just get out of here. Just get a bottle of water. <laughs> yeah, like this is what you need your energy for is wasting my time. <laughs> yeah. You came here to get some energy. Mm. <laughs> so I took to Twitter and I, I complained yeah. about myself. You gotta. That's Pretty much, I mean, I don't know what Twitter would be doing if it wasn't for that. I'm keeping them in business. <laughs> My poverty. <laughs> I mean, I have watched your journey lately of your, Akila is moving. You yeah. are, can we say that? You're yes. going to probably be moved by the time this comes out. For sure. <laughs> Which is wild. I feel like I'm so New York. It's like those episodes of Mad Men when Don Draper is in LA and he's wearing like the plaid outfits <laughs> and he's just like a fish out of water. Like, I don't know how to be there. <laughs> well, I hope you packed plaid. I have so many. I have one suit and it is plaid. So I will Perfect. wear that every day to work. Yeah. So you're moving to LA, which mm-hmm. is not that weird. I mean, like you've yeah, worked fine. in LA, you've been in LA, you know LA. Yeah. You'll come back. <laughs> I, I feel will. like the real New Yorkers, you come back. I, I definitely feel like this is my like money bag moment where I'm like, just go get the money and just come go back. Do it. Just retrieve yeah. the bag and come back. And then when they have a terrible birthday party, you know that's time to pack yeah, your bag. Yeah, I'm going to be like, well, they didn't even have pie this time. <laughs> 
No, this time it was coconut water because we're in LA. Yeah. Oh man. It's just the idea of pie. Someone three rooms over says the word pie and we all just feel that. <laughs> <laughs> just imagine how great your Twitter's going to be though with this change in your life. It's true. Right? You're going to have true. to compare LA to New York now for the next Forever. six months. People are going to get so tired of it. I'm going to lose every follower I have. They're like, we get it. It's two different places. You made an adult decision and it was a bad one. <laughs> oh my God. But you are moving there for a job. Yes. So like, what if- jobbed up again. She's getting jobbed <laughs> up. Jobbed up. I hope it's for longer than nine months. It's Well, the contract right now is nine months and then option for <laughs> renewal. So we'll see. <laughs> wow. The universe knows how long you can yeah, last. Yeah. <laughs> I am uh, non-committal. Like, I don't even think, like, if I had a baby for more than nine months in my womb, I'd be like, well, we got to make a choice. Right. Okay. This is a contract. <laughs> this is it. In or out. In or out. <laughs> <laughs> so what have you been up to, like, in the last year or so? Oh, Wow. Oh, what what month is it? <laughs> Where are we? We're in August. August. Or wow. maybe October when this comes out. We're in October. We're I'll say uh, we're in January. <laughs> we're, who knows? I mean, listen, <laughs> we are in 2019. Still, yes. So 2018 to 19. Um... I don't know. I mean, I've been doing a lot of freelance stuff. Like mm-hmm. you mentioned, I do a lot of podcasts. You do. Um, which is cool. I do a lot with Crooked Media. And so I think the biggest thing I did at the end of 2018 was their HBO series, Pod Save America. Pod Save America. You were on TV. She I'm was the correspondent. <laughs> it was me. <laughs> I was the pod. I she, saved America. <laughs> you did. But they were like, she's better than a pod. Put her on TV. <laughs> yeah. I mean, honestly, pretty tight. I loved it. And then what else have I been doing? I mean, just a bunch of one-off random things. Like, I but you also went on tour with them. I do. The, like, I live do that shows. a bunch. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And that's like uh, very fulfilling. Good money. <laughs> it's awesome. I've never been to like San Francisco else uh, otherwise, so that's nice. Like, I've never been either. Yeah. So it's like cool. I mean, I had the cold, so I didn't really go outside, but <laughs> I saw it. But you were there. Yeah, I was definitely technically there. <laughs> <laughs> But other than that, just like freelance, what? Like acting oh, jobs, yeah. voiceover, whatever. Oh my gosh, yeah. Freelance, voiceover stuff. Um, I can't say what, but I, a very cool cartoon that everyone loves. Um, and then I did... South Park. No. <laughs> yeah, do they still make South Park? Simpsons, yep. Oh, wow. I've not seen the new season. I don't think I've seen South Park since the election when they like had no plan how to get out of that it's season. Still good. <laughs> they it's... were like, oh no. <laughs> um I they mean, always yeah, find a way out, you know? I'm telling you, that show will always, like, it is it is keeping by a couple <laughs> I love it. I um, love it, too. I, I'm not on that, but I love it. Uh, I did, like, a thing with Casey Neistat. I don't know if you know him, but he's, like, YouTube man of forever. Yeah, he's, like, cool as hell. Uh, and so I'm, like, friends with him and sort of do stuff with his 368 space downtown. So they do a lot of weird branded stuff. Cool. So I... I made the uh, safety video for the scooters that are the jump scooters. Wow. I don't know. They're not going to ever have them in New York because there's too many <laughs> potholes and people will die. But they're everywhere else. Yeah, so. I can't uh, wait to see this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's great. I get chased by peacocks in Miami. What? And I'm like, why are they just out? Like, <laughs> how is this that's allowed? so random and great. Yeah. I just feel like that's the the history of this year has been just weird one-offs. And I have a book coming out. Of course. Maybe it will have already come out when this comes out. It's called Obviously Stories from My Timeline. Plug, plug, plug. Yeah, Akila <laughs> wrote a book called Obviously because she's Akila Obviously. That's right. That is your brand. Yeah. Can I ask, when you started doing the YouTube things, because I always tell people, yeah. especially on this 
I find that you get the most success the more you put out of you. Yeah. Right? Like, no one's, like, knocking on your door and they're like, yeah. I'm going to change your life. Like, you put out stuff and then they find you. For sure. Do you feel like when you started doing YouTube videos, did you think that was going to be, like, your future? Like, was that going to be the thing that got you money or Ooh. other jobs? Or were you just doing it because you're like, like YouTube's fun. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, okay. So at the beginning, beginning, and I have one of the oldest YouTube accounts that exists. Mm -hmm. Truly. I got mine in like 20 or 2006. Yeah. Like in January, like older than pretty much everyone who's still making YouTube videos. And at that point, no one was making them consistently. No, no one had like a brand. Like it was just whatever you want to put up. Wild West, no copyright restrictions. Just like whatever music you want. Sure. Put it in. Today I am Celine Dion and I will only play her music and no one's flagging you. Exactly. And yeah. it takes seven days to upload one video and you're like, we did it. Like five people will see this and they will know I was here. Oh. Um, and that was the beginning. I will say it was probably whenever the Lonely Island did... Um, um, Lazy Sunday mm -hmm. was when I was like, oh... I bet you, like I did the mental math. I was like, I bet you if I could make sketches that were like even like a fifth as good as this, someone would hire me one day. Like I knew it would be you a had portfolio. A strategy. Yeah. yeah. And I was, I mean, it was broke. My computer sucked. Like it would just get viruses. It was like a, I mean, I'm not going to shout out a brand, but it was a really bad, like mid 2000s, very popular computer brand that was no longer really popping. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Important <laughs> distinction uh, for no one. And I was just like, my webcam would chug up. Everything was hard, but I knew like one day I'm going to have enough money to get a computer that works and I'm going to get a camera that doesn't look like it was shot on a Blackberry mm -hmm. and I'm going to make all of these dumb ideas and I would just make lists of ideas I had. And I, once I got to New York, it was when I really was like, okay, we're doing this every week. Yeah. Yeah. And you did. You pumped out so much content. I've made so many videos. It's so dumb. And then <laughs> like, you like have made video. Then brands started contacting you. And yeah. they're like, oh, we'll pay you to make something with our brand. Yeah. And in the beginning, it was so little money, but I was so flattered. I was like, yeah, oh my God, $75. <laughs> I'm doing it for free. Like, yeah. to me, it was, I mean, it basically ended up still being free, but I was just so glad <laughs> that they reached out. Still, yeah, it's, it's, you're not losing. Exactly. It could be worse. And I think that like once I had the like a viral video and like I got a lot of press coverage because this was like two, 2013. Mm -hmm. So like media companies didn't have their own video sectors really. So their only like connection to YouTube at all was like someone said this video was good. Let's do a write up. Let's do an interview. Yeah. Let's do whatever. So it really was a star making sort of moment. Yeah. And I felt like, okay, now that I have like a hundred videos and this video did well, they have stuff to watch, but now I can really make the good stuff. Like my AdSense money was more than five cents. I could finally like really invest in it. And so, so I just cool. reinvested all of my money into making that stuff. And I had a hundred roommates, so it didn't matter. It wasn't like I was <laughs> paying or anything. Like What's like, scary is that was 2013. Yeah. Like that wasn't that long ago. Really and even wasn't. then I thought my life was changed because a company gave me a budget to produce a video for them yeah. that got a lot of press and same thing. It went viral. And I was like, oh, this is what I will do now. Yeah. And now it's sort of like, then the companies realized, wait, yeah, we, we could just do this ourselves. We just hire people. Who Can't are we like just underpay millennials? Like, in college, <laughs> yeah. Not give them health insurance and let them make stuff. All these creative millennial freelancers who are like, you know, yeah. killing it on the internet, on Twitter. Yeah, they could totally repurpose some joke they saw <laughs> to a 
30 second video and then yeah. we'll make a billion dollars and they'll make less than they'll 10 make a year. Nothing. Yeah. I remember I did this other video for a company and they gave us a great budget and mm -hmm. I got to hire all these people who I respect and pay them properly. And then they were like, great, we want to do another one. We're like, well, the other one you want, we need a bigger budget, mm -hmm. right? That's how this business works. And they were like, <laughs> Oh, we're we have no more budget. <laughs> it's like that was for the rest of your life. <laughs> I was like, oh, wait a minute. Yeah, that was twenty fourteen. <laughs> yeah, it's uh it's it's definitely a weird landscape now. And I think that like I realized pretty quickly, I mean, maybe around twenty sixteen, I was like, Oh, this isn't gonna continue. Like we're all competing with BuzzFeed, like to be completely honest. Yeah. Like, I mean, now BuzzFeed like cannibalized itself. They don't have video anymore, really. It's so um, crazy how quick it was how quick that whole thing like went up and down. Yeah. It just exhausted everybody. And so I think I realized at that point I'm like, okay, well, I've I've like people know me from this, but now I can do everything else I wanna do. And mm -hmm. I should probably focus on like getting better at writing and like making things that are longer and right. whatever else. So that's why I'm fascinated because I feel like between the time that you were, can I say this, quote unquote, a YouTube star yeah, sure. and the YouTube stars of today. Everyone who's listening just turned it off, <laughs> threw up and they turned off. Their Listen, we love YouTube stars. <laughs> no, we don't. But it, it's a fascinating thing because it's such, it, the job has changed. Yeah. I feel like when oh, you entirely. were, when you were, a, a, how do I say, when you were a lawyer, <laughs> the lawyer's code for YouTube star. Mm -hmm. Um, you were writing material mm -hmm. that you thought was funny and you were putting it out there. Now, now in 2019, literal eight, six-year-old children mm -hmm. can open a box and show a toy and yes. they're Make making millions, millions of yeah. dollars. They're so wealthy. You don't need talent anymore. <laughs> yeah, you just need to have tiny hands and like right. an overhead <laughs> camera <But> rig. <laughs> what we have to realize as millennials, as as the older millennials of, you know, oh, man, yeah. we are kind well, of. It's happening for sure. <laughs> I mean, I'm older than you by a minute, but... <laughs> Um, but but what's crazy is I'm, I'm realizing now it's like, well, we have to go, we have had to go through that process. Like you just said, where you're like, well, I realized I have this audience. I should start having more stuff. That's not this. Yeah. Like I need to take it to the next level. Yeah. Or at least like sidestep. So I don't get completely bulldozed by like some kid who's going to <laughs> a suicide forest and making like <laughs> taking selfies, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Which is totally what's happening. Um, so yeah, I just like, I can't. I don't want to be here. There's no money here. It was sort of like the nine months at a job. I was like, oh, that's a yeah. <laughs> that's but a now wrap. you have a book coming out. Now you wrote you wrote the longest thing someone could write. <laughs> it's not a sketch. It's infinite jest. It's not even a TV show. <laughs> yes. It's two thousand pages. I can't wait yet. And they're halfway through. You realize you're getting scammed. So. Yeah. I will contact you in 2027 when I finish it. Yeah. <laughs> You'll just have it next to your bed and lie about having read it. It's and basically a Bible. Pretty much it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> no, but that's so cool. And no. Someone sat there and said, Akila, you gotta write more. You gotta write a longer form That's thing. Right. You gotta write a movie. You gotta write a book. Like we have to figure this shit out on our own. Yes. It's honestly like I truly feel like I'm going into everything just like, well, here we go. This could be the worst decision or whatever else, but there's no blueprint. And yeah. It's like if I would were to walk into the woods, like I don't know what's out there. <laughs> I got no clue. I can't pitch a tent. I'm like, I don't know the directions. I could be getting closer to a gas station or I could be just going off a cliff. We don't know. Or the Brooklyn Bridge. <laughs> yeah, we just never know. So it is weird. I do think that like it feels like series finale on like humanity at this point. So I'm like, I don't really need to have a plan. Like <laughs> We're not going to be here in 10 years. And I'll be like, I'm so glad I didn't save any money. Oh, my God. 
But when you got the book deal, were you finally like, oh, I don't need any survival job right now. I just have to write. I have to write, 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 write every day. No. No? (laughs) Well, I was like, cool. They gave me like a little bit of an advance, but I was like, I got time. And then I got really sick and I'm like, I don't really have time. This was before you got sick. Yeah. That you got the book deal. Oh my God. So it's been forever. I mean, also a lot of the stuff that I wrote in the beginning, I was like, well, I can't use this anymore. Like, look, Donald Trump wasn't president. (laughs) I... (laughs) I was no longer like, I'm going to live forever. Like everything I had written was so saccharine and just like juvenile. And I was like, let's just rework this entirely. Because <laughs> like, no one wants to read the book I wrote in 2013 and 2019. Like they would set it on fire. They'd be like, wow, is she she's way too positive. Yeah, they'd be like, oh my God, I cannot believe she was in a coma for six years. Bless her heart. Don't tell her anything. Right. <laughs> she still has a sunny disposition. Oh my God. But do you feel now, now that the book is done, do you feel like you are past the point of like unemployment or do you feel like it (laughs) is always around the corner? Yeah, I think that our generation truly has just come to grips with the fact that it's like you can never feel secure in anything. In anything. Like I'm moving to take a job that I can't say what it is, which is so internet-y, but whatever. And she's going to run the internet. Yeah, I, I actually can't tell you that, but... The internet's now called, mm-hmm. obviously, <laughs> WW obviously is like obviously. how it starts out. It's very dumb. Uh, worst joke, if you want to cut it, you can do that. That's okay. Brian's going to be the judge of that. Brian's going to be like, the judge of that. He's like, it's fine. He just cuts my entire interview. Um, <laughs> she sucks. Yeah, like, woof. Just get her good laugh. Her giggle is great. No. It's true. I mean, yeah, I think that I just, I've come to terms with the fact that it's like there will be moments of being comfortable for the rest of my life and there will be moments of not being comfortable and like I'm just going to do my best to try to like save the money that I get and have a real life but I'm also like yo if that recession's around the corner I'm used to that right <laughs> I can thrive in a a fraught situation my body can still digest ramen so jokes on you guys I love Stop ramen eating gluten. people always make <laughs> it's fun of clock in America people always make fun of millennials but it's like we will come out stronger mm-hmm than most others. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, truly, I'm just like, I feel bad for Gen Z because I'm like, oh, it's your first time. Like, you guys don't even know how to act right now. You thought you were going to get a job that was going to, like, pay for your future. That's not realistic. That's never happened. Yeah, we've learned. We've paved the way for jobs that will not change your future. (laughs) Exactly. Oh, that sounds so sad. Mm -hmm. Do you have family and friends at home who are like, what? What is she doing? Because like, oh yeah, especially from where you, you're from, Kentucky, mm-hmm. and like, not everyone there is like, you know, uh, uh, trying to act or yeah, podcast or truly host or whatever. I mean, yeah, they think it's insane. I mean, everyone <laughs> I know who is my age in Kentucky has kids or is pregnant, definitely already married, um, or married a second time. Yeah, married a second mm-hmm. time, divorced at least once. I mean, like, it's just a different place and. I think they all are like, whoa, like what's going on? <laughs> are you ever going to like make a decision about your life? And I'm like, oh yeah, no, I don't live a place where you have to. <laughs> <laughs> I just uh, get to be perpetually 17 until someone finally tells me I'm too old to be sexy. And then <laughs> I just, <laughs> I become Greta Garbo and I just recluse myself. <laughs> oh just, my God. <laughs> you might see me at a Whole Foods and take a picture, <laughs> but we never talk about it again. But you also chose to do it among all of your peers who are doing the same exact yeah. thing. We're just a dying breed here. We really are. I mean, it's, also don't you feel like there's so many there's too many famous people now 
I mean, there are a lot. Too many. But that also means there are there's space for more. Yeah, but also, like, I just, I think I've committed myself to not knowing anymore. And I don't think that that's necessarily even an age thing. I just, like, will go on Instagram and I'm like, how does this person have 20 million followers? And I, like, if they were standing in the room with me right now, I would not know who they were. Oh, my gosh. Like, I, that's just how the world is now. That is. I mean, I saw someone host a show the other day and the entire Twitterverse was like, who is this? <laughs> But they're famous yeah, to a Somebody. large group of people, <laughs> but I guess not people on Twitter yeah. at the time. That's right. But everyone should follow us right now. Where can we find you? I'm doing this now because we're talking about it. This oh, is so it. perfect. It is. Uh, yeah, I'm on Twitter at Akila, obviously, A-K-I-L-A-H, obviously. Um, I'm never on Facebook, so don't even bother. <laughs> but fine. Akila, obviously, on Instagram, right? Uh, Akila H. Oh, yeah. Everybody wow. thinks it's Aquila, but it's Aquila H. There's just two H's. I always thought it was Aquila H. I'm like, oh, but now I'm going to think of it as Aquila. <laughs> and I'm at Anna Roisman. You better follow us right now. It's real. One day you're going to have a just a huge, huge skyrocket in followers. And you're going to be like, wow, is that podcast? Yeah, that, that was, was it. it. That was the day. That was the day yeah. my life changed. <laughs> we did it out here. I hate followers, though. Now people are paying in followers. Really? For jobs. Like, you're like, well, it's underpaid, but... The exposure oh, is yeah. amazing. I hate that. I'm like, people die of exposure. It's literally a thing that kills people. It's a, <laughs> exposure It's a disease. Does. Like, why would I accept that as payment? Um, do you have, I wanted to ask this. We're going to call someone in a few minutes. Ooh. We're going to give them a pep talk because don't you feel like when you're in a dark place, especially like when you're like in between jobs or like whatever, you're better at giving your friends advice than you yeah. are yourself. I'm so good at that. I'm so good at being positive. For other I'm, people. For other Same. people. We all are. It's like in our, it's in our blood. I wanted to know what you would give advice to people, to young people, to millennials or to people who are experiencing unemployment. Like, can you give any positive advice? Like what should they do while they're between these jobs and stuff? Like yeah. what's like a, what's an Aquila like self care day, mm. you know? I think that you should wake up later and you should take <laughs> a hot shower for as long as you want. I think you should order food this. with however much money you have. And then I think you should apply to 10 jobs. And I think also a thing that's very helpful because everybody's like, I, I've been there where you're like, I'm doing it. Like, you don't have to tell me to apply. I obviously know that. But one thing that you can do to make your life easier is come up with a template for your like cover letter mm. and then make sure you get the names of the company and the people right and make sure it makes sense each time, but not recreate the wheel all day, every day, because then you're going to get tired. Yeah. Then it's like, just, you don't even remember where you applied yeah. anymore. When I applied, so I applied for this job that I, the first job I had in New York from Kentucky. And I was like, this is the day I'm moving there. This is like, whatever. But like, by that point, I was applying for like 50 jobs a day, just like copy, paste, copy, paste. Because <laughs> like, you know what? It's like the guys on Tinder. You just got to swipe right on everybody. <laughs> and eventually someone will say yes. <laughs> That's true. That's great. Yeah. I've seen dudes do that. And I'm like, that is messed up. You don't even care. He's like, so I just want to go on a date. I'm like, well, if that's your outlook, like if you just want a job, like one will find you. One will find you. Mm -hmm. Do you think that it's important though, like to do other things besides yes. apply to jobs? Oh my God. You know yes. what I mean? Like, yeah, I think that this tough. is like, you should also see it as an opportunity, I think, to have a little freedom because you're never as like, I mean, you might be more stressed than ever, but you will never have as much time as when you're not working. Mm -hmm. And I think that, like, maybe some of the best times I've had in New York were had, like, 
during the day on a Wednesday <laughs> when right. I didn't have a job. And I'm like, I can go to the park and enjoy myself. I can read a book. Like, wow, imagine getting like the time to read a book. I mean, just like the basic. Mad props to you. You read books. And yeah, I can read. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you heard good. it here first. But I think like there are so many things that we always say we wish we had more time to do. And I'm like, sometimes we have to see that as like, Look, like we are working more than any generation ever in history. Like I talk to my mom about this all the time. Like in the 80s, you would send a fax and just wait for someone to send one back. And it might be a few days and you would read a book at your desk. Like someone would maybe come to you and bring you the mail and you'd be like, oh, I have to fill out this form. But like it was, she was like, no. Like, and at the end of the day, like that was it. Like there was no email. (laughs) It wasn't like people were hounding you to do stuff after hours. There was no after hours. So it's like, you have to give yourself a little bit of air to say, okay, we're not living in a sustainable time energy wise like for yourself personally or for the earth. So yeah. you should probably just like take this time as a little vacation. Right. We could be yourself. gone tomorrow. Not to I mean, bring us down even harder. <laughs> I'm planning. <laughs> <laughs> I do struggle with this though, where I feel like, wait, can I binge watch a show today mm-hmm. and like give myself six hours like on the couch and order food and do nothing? Or because I start to feel guilt. I'm like, no, mm-hmm. Anna, you're what, you, how are you going to pay your rent next month? You should be applying to stuff. You should be writing. You should yeah. be doing and my but brain it's also just like goes. Are you going to be writing the best stuff you've ever written if you're in that frame of mind? Right. <laughs> or are you going to be like, oh, I watched something funny on TV that was like shot in a way that was interesting that made me rethink whatever thing you want to talk about. And then you make something better. Like, yeah. I think that people just have to realize like, you're not going to do your best work when you're panicked and your back's against the wall. That's and, so like, true. Just give yourself that space. I mean, what's a couple of days really? Right. I do feel that way when I go see a show or like live theater mm. oh or a great comedian or something. I am like, for the next two days, I am like, boom, I'm inspired. Yes. And I have material. And it's, it's just like, you see it and you're like, oh, I have the bug. Yeah, that's real. That's very real. That's like the one thing I will always say is like the best stuff I've ever done came from an inspiration of a conversation with a friend mm-hmm. or watching something on TV and thinking like, oh my God, we, we can talk about this now because I have opinions. <laughs> <laughs> That's why after this conversation, we're both going to go and write like a feature film. It's yeah. just going to be like, it's gonna, gonna we're going to win it. an Oscar best original screenplay. People mm-hmm. are going to be like, oh my God, that YouTuber. Because <laughs> we have to. That YouTuber and that unemployed girl. <laughs> They really brought the heat. The new Jordan Peels. <laughs> the new heat. That's the movie. The heat too. The heat too. It's called warm. Yeah. The warm. Slightly cooler. Um, okay. So we are going to call uh, someone named Pat and he is interviewing. He is in the process of interviewing. I think he has a severance. He told me he had a severance from another job. It's four hair products. <laughs> it's four hair products. So you're going to be very familiar He did say to me on Twitter, you know, I'm finding all of my calls on Twitter. He said, each day of unemployment is a gift and a surprise. And I was like, that's true. I like that. Yeah. So um, we're going to call him. I have to do this right. Hello. Hi, is this Pat? Yes, it is. Hi, it's Anna Roisman. Yeah, Anna Keela Hughes. What's that? And it's Akila Hughes. My friend Akila is on the show. What's up? Anna, Akila, what is happening? How are you? You sound really positive for being unemployed. Yeah. I've just had like many phone calls today. Yeah. <laughs> so, so this is your my phone energy call. Is up. You're you're warmed up on the phone. I absolutely. So can you tell me last week? I was gonna call you last week. This is a true story, and then I, I did not. 
you had an in-person interview. Was this phone interview like a follow-up from that or are these separate jobs? Nope. This was a new job because uh, <laughs> that one didn't work out so well. Oh, no. Can you tell me what happened with your actual job situation so we can understand what where you're at in the unemployment phase? Yeah. So I was working for a mattress startup that was uh, created by a bigger uh, mattress company. Ooh, a monopoly. I don't know, I don't know how, if I'm allowed to like say names or anything it's like okay. that. okay. We will call them... Well, yeah, so it was kind of like that. So basically like <laughs> this company, they, they were making, they've been making beds for a long time and they got scared of like a lot of these internet companies. So they made their own internet mattress company. And then they, there was a, we were doing great. I was working their customer service. We were riding high and then they decided to buy just a different website merge the brands and shut down our New York office. Oh, <laughs> yikes. So, this happens so too the, often. Uh, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> uh, so the past seven months, I've been working from home and like transitioning all of the things I do to people I've never seen or met. And now I'm just sitting on a severance check. Wow. Oh, and they glad- give you that much yeah. severance? Damn. <laughs> yeah, it's not not, not the work. Like I didn't get fired. You know that's good. <laughs> no, just laid off. That's the that's the way to lose that's a, a job. dream. Yeah, you gotta you gotta be in good graces when they decide to pull the plug. That's right. <laughs> oh yeah, but it's also real awkward when I go to places and they're like, "Well, it seemed like you were doing really good at this job. Why aren't you working there anymore?" And I was like, "It's not my fault." <laughs> yeah, I didn't do anything. It's not me. It's my job. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's the, it's the it's industry. The big corporate overlords, man. <laughs> So are you looking for jobs in customer service right now? Yeah. Uh, You know, I'm an actor here in the NYC, too. So I found that these, these, you know, these startup (laughs) jobs, they like they're pretty chill about just like if you need to go run to an audition on a lunch break. So I've been enjoying that about them. So I've been trying to like get a new job kind of similar to that. But. Now Those I are feel tough like to find. Yeah, they they are, and I've been uh, very lucky to have worked for two different companies for the past few years. And now I'm just kind of sitting around doing nothing. And I'm like, man, I don't want to wait tables again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hear you. I won't do that. I won't go back. Yeah, you kind of get out of restaurants, and you're like, ah. Yeah, your feet, never your feet never go back to like those shoes. They never <laughs> they never feel comfortable standing that long again. I've tried. No. I was like, no, you know, I'm not, I was younger then. It was a different time. <laughs> <laughs> One time I left a restaurant job and I was like, I'm going to burn these pants. <laughs> Did you do it? You burned them? They were like, why? And I was like, it's a fish restaurant and I never want to smell these fucking fish pants oh, ever yeah. again. Real. I used to work that, in an ice cream so- place. That is so real. I used to work at Starbucks way back in the day, Heard like of it. ten years, ten years ago, <laughs> and like all of all of my clothes that I ever wore there, they were forever reeked of coffee. And I also thought about burning them all, but then I was like, mm, maybe not so great for the environment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, oh. Pat, did Starbucks give you like a life card as your severance or no? Oh no, I I quit that job. Yeah, <laughs> no severance <it>. there. <laughs> Dang. If you could have your dream job right now, that would keep you afloat, but you can still act. What would that be, do you think? Acting. Um, <laughs> Besides acting. Yeah, it's I mean, a- yeah, of course. Uh, you know, it's it's actually been a little bit of a blessing in disguise, just like working from home. So I'd love to just like 
find a job where I can answer emails from my bed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. And this is a killer kind of job. It is. Oh, yeah. Like you bang, you're banging out for a couple of hours and then you go on and do your day and do what you got to do. That That's kind of like the the dream job, quote unquote, that I'm kind of eyeballing for right now. Cool. Yeah. Well, for all the companies. But if I have to go to an office, I will. For all the companies listening right now, if you need some people to work from home and email from their bed, mm-hmm. you got three people. <laughs> yeah. I think the three of us would do that. I dig it. If you're looking for some real lazy people that are real good at what they do. <laughs> yeah. What I if mean... I find you that? What if I could find you a job where someone just needs you to email from your bed? Oh, my God. Just like we just let's convince them that we're much more productive when we're wearing our pajamas. That's all it is. <laughs> it is true. I can't write unless I take my bra off. I love the idea that you all wear pajamas. <laughs> I'm like, so giant free T-shirt from any event is. <laughs> okay, so for all the employers, Akil, you need to be naked. Is that Yeah, the- I need to be in a big T-shirt. <laughs> okay. No pants. <laughs> no bra. <laughs> Got it. But that's, that's just me. I'm not saying that's everybody. That's your form of pajama. <laughs> I wish we could go in and be like, here are my requirements for this job. Yeah. I'm like, interesting. I, I see what you said about coming in at 8 a.m. I'm not going to do that. And I'm also not going to be dressed when you call me. Uh. <laughs> oh, my God. Pat, are you able to like, do you feel creative during this point of unemployment? Because we were saying that like sometimes, you know, it's it's a time where you actually get to find yourself or figure out what you like to do, you know, put out in the world because you are a creative person. I mean, yeah, that that's that's the real too, you know, in all this downtime, I I find myself really hating myself on the days where I truly do nothing and like watch Netflix or play a video game all day long. That's when I really hate myself. Mm -hmm. So I have to like force myself to actively wake up, leave my apartment, do some exercise and like sit down and like write something out or uh, plan out a new comedy bit for a show, you know, like any, anything at all to make myself feel productive. And I've probably been more productive in the last seven months that I have in the past four years. Well, that's Mm. amazing, but it's also sad. Yeah. Yeah, Kayla's really sad right now. (laughs) The most devastating thing I've ever heard. You don't have to be productive. You don't have to. (laughs) Yeah. We just had a whole conversation about how you could have like you can give yourself a day of playing a video game all you day long. You have to. You have to, or else the things you're making aren't going to be the best thing. This is true. You do <laughs> need to live your life and bring that experience back and put your brain on something else for a little while. You know what I like to do? And I'm giving this to both of you right now. <laughs> I like to reward myself. So, like, I will get something done if I'm like, all right, I had to write this essay or I have to write this script or I have to apply to this or I have to work on an audition, whatever it is I have to work on that like I know I need to do, Mm -hmm. which is 400 things that I give myself, I reward myself. So if I'm like, all right, I did this for two hours. I got this one thing that I said I would get checked off. Then I can watch four hours of Bachelor in Paradise. <laughs> <laughs> you get a four-hour reward for two hours of work. Hey, I you like know that. what? You can you can balance it however you want. You know, <laughs> 30, 70, 60, 40, I don't care. But it does feel like you feel that, oh, I am living my life, but I also was productive. You don't feel mm-hmm. that. Yeah, I, don't know. I think I think that's a good strategy because then you still get some things done and you're not just completely wasting your whole day. And then you can feel a little less guilty about doing something you want to yeah. do. Yeah. Do you but, reward yourself? I mean, no. 
I think that my like idea of productivity is such a low bar. Like I'm like, oh wow, I loaded the dishwasher and I put things in the laundry to start after the dishwasher is stopped. Like, and that to me is like, that's a big day. Like, <laughs> those things are going to be clean and you're not even going to think about it. Like, I that's great. I need to great. think like you because yeah. I did that. So I've already had a really productive day. Like if I do day. that and then maybe go to the gym, that's a solid Tuesday. <laughs> like that, that really <laughs> knocked it out. <laughs> Wait, you're rewarding yourself for doing chores by going to the gym? Yeah. Wow. I mean, that that's... <laughs> I would call that might be the saddest (laughs) that's a good point it's not really the best but it also I think that I'm the kind of person who tends to like isolate in my house when I don't have stuff to do Mm. so like leaving for any reason even if it is a sad lonely gym time (laughs) where your headphones die and it's Planet Fitness so they tempt you with pizza I mean even that (laughs) it's like seems worth it because I left the house that got deeper than I thought that was a journey Pat, do you feel like you are going to ever go back to a full-time job? Because I was spoiled with a severance, as we like to call it. Uh, it's For people listening who are unemployed, it's a that when they pay you to not work there anymore, right? That's what they do. Oh, yeah. Here, um, here, please, please go away. Take I got this money. spoiled though. And I was like, I'm not getting a full-time job again. I'm going to make this work. I'm going to freelance and I'm going to make it work. And it's going to suck sometimes. Do you feel that you're going to continue on this path of... Of freelance or wait? Well, yeah, you know, I'm kind of like actively applying for jobs now. I, you know, as 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 fun as it was to get that massive large sum of money, it also made me be like, okay, I want to keep it, so I should get a a job to to not lose more money. Mm-hmm. You know, I was I I had a tough time kind of just enjoying the fact that I couldn't do nothing, but I did do a couple of trips to Canada, so I got out of town for a little while. That's tight, cool. But then I got back and I was like, I got to I gotta do something. I can't just do nothing. Uh, so that's kind of where I'm at right now, where I'm like, I'm applying to these jobs, but I'm also kind of like not super pumped if I get hired. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wonder if that's why the <laughs> interviews are not going well. Because <laughs> I'm just like, I kind of like doing nothing. Right. But yeah, hire me if you want. <laughs> I get it. Don't you want this? <laughs> yeah, you're like, can I do nothing and get health insurance? <laughs> What's that job? Uh, that is the dream. That's Can all I, I care about. I think that's called retirement. Yeah, but even then. Uh, oh, yeah, Canada. Canada. Oh, wow. Maybe. We should move to Canada. I got to get this passport renewed. <laughs> got to go. <laughs> it's time to go. Well, Pat, I feel like you're in this very, you seem more productive. And I've been like, quote unquote, freelance slash unemployed. For, I was for two years. And Congrats. In, thank you so much. In seven months, though, I feel like you seem very productive. You're actively applying. You're waking up, you're working out, you're going out. Like a lot of us could fall into a, a hole, you know? Oh yeah. I, I would definitely, if I didn't keep myself busy, I would also definitely probably fall into that hole. Mm. And I think maybe the fact that it's like summertime right now is helpful too. Mm-hmm. Cause I'm like, it's a beautiful day outside. Oh, yeah, Why geez. am I inside? <laughs> right. And, but if, but you know, come the winter and the snow happens, I might just recluse to a hermit and hibernate. <laughs> No, we won't let it happen. Because <laughs> if you do, I will. Yeah. But that will just be because we're buried under six feet of snow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not oh, Aquila. Yeah. She'll be in LA. Yeah, I'm moving. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Have you heard of it? The people who moved to LA? <laughs> It's this new. Oh, uh, it's this new trend. Literally everybody I've ever met in New York. Yeah, I've heard yeah. of them. <laughs> 
It's okay. It'll happen to all of us. One day, LA will take us all. I think there should be a mass exodus. We should all just come back to New York. (laughs) Let's all disagree. Well, Pat, this was really fun. I hate to end our convo, but I feel like you gave me hope that when I'm unemployed, I have to get up, work out, apply to 10 jobs. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I mean... It's been it's been it's been a very trying experience. I'm like, am I the kind of guy that's going to sit around and do nothing, or am I the kind of guy that's not going to sit around and do nothing? So I chose the latter. Oh, I love go. it. You're an inspiration to all of us and to everyone listening to this podcast because, yeah, a lot of us aren't the second guy. Yeah, you know. <laughs> um, but I appreciate you, and I do wish you lots of luck on getting one of these jobs that you know is like, oh yeah, we do work from home. And then you're like, ding. Yes. <laughs> hey, may we may we all just get paid to be ourselves and be wonderful at some point, right? Yeah, that's beautiful. Wow. Thank you. Thanks. We got to end on that. That was so nice, Pat. Thank you so much. Yeah, thanks, Pat. my pleasure. Best of luck, and let me know if you get either of these jobs that you applied for today or in the last. I week. will do. All right, cool. We'll follow up. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Later. Well, that was more helpful for me. Yeah. I was like, we'll give someone a pep talk. And he's like, the peacemaker. He was like captain of unemployed, right? Yeah. I mean, I have to know, like... Well, what's his demographic? How is he so cheerful in in a time when everything? Yeah, yeah. Like, I gotta stop eating gluten. If that's what happens when you stop eating gluten. I just love how you were like, you gotta sleep in, mm-hmm. you gotta make time for you. And he's like, no. He's like, you get up early, you go to the gym, yes. you apply to the jobs. I'm yeah. like, wow, that is a lifestyle. Damn, yeah. I mean, he's like, he's like a professional unemployed person. I'm. An unemployed, unprofessional person. <laughs> You're just like extra good at the at the lazy part of unemployed. Yeah, which is still. A, I'm just an still expert. trying to get people to cash. Like I would need people to buy into my personality long enough that I can feed myself. That's pretty much it. Once that goes, we are screwed. <laughs> I do think it's a balance of both. Mm-hmm. You can't just do. You can't be always up and on. You gotta yeah. also have those days where you sleep in. Yeah. Right. Every day. <laughs> um, this was great. Thank you so much for joining me. Thanks for having me. Is there anything else you want to say to the unemployed masses out there? Oh, any man. any lo- f- final words from Akila? Obviously. Wow. You guys, if you want a job, you're gonna get a job, and if you don't want a job, you're not gonna get a job, and that's awesome for you. And I'm glad that we're all making choices for what we want for our lives because the world is burning. <laughs> so, you know, just find where you feel good and do that. Wow. That was chapter seven of her book. Don't forget to buy her book, <laughs> buy obviously. Book. Obviously. <laughs> Stories from my timeline. When does it come out exactly? September 24th. But you so. can pre-order it on Amazon already. Yeah, everywhere. September 24th. That's so soon. Mm-hmm. Um, I love you. I know this is a very trying week for you. So thank you for being of here. Of course. Thanks for having me. And remember, follow you at... at Akila, obviously, on Twitter. <laughs> and we're on Instagram. At Akila H. Great. Can't wait to sleep over in LA. Oh my God, come